0: Hello, Badger fans. My name is Tyler Hunt. Welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast, where we cover everything Wisconsin athletics. On today's show, we've got some new football offers, some exciting updates on the recruiting front to go over. Then after that, we'll continue our spring preview and we'll talk about the outside linebacker position. Later on, we'll get into some basketball. We've got some news to update you guys on on that front. We've got a new offer that went out, as well as some other tidbits to keep you caught up on. And then in the back of the show, we're joined by 2023 commit John Blackwell. He joined us most recently this week and came on to talk about his game, talk a little bit about what he liked about Wisconsin, what he liked about this system. And then he talked also about his visit to Madison, which was during the uh, Joan Howard Greg Gard escapade. So and I think you really enjoy the conversation that we had with John as well in the back of the show. But we'll go ahead and we'll get the football out of the way, and then we'll run everything basketball-wise together. Like I said at the front, a big weekend this past weekend for Wisconsin football in the recruiting department. They had a lot of guys on campus. They had some new offers to throw out. So we'll go ahead and get you guys caught up on all of those as we get started here up first is 2024 three-star wide receiver Parker Livingstone out of Lucas, Texas, Lovejoy High School. He was in Madison over the weekend, earned a scholarship offer from the Badgers. He's got 10 offers currently. Arkansas, Baylor, Florida State, Oklahoma State, and Tennessee, among a few others. There is a crystal ball prediction in there for the Arkansas Razorbacks on two, four, seven, and on three. He's got Arkansas listed as his favorite, but Wisconsin apparently is in second place in that regard. This is a kid that is right up Alvis Whited his alley elvis witted's alley 6'3 185 pounds you know when witted came in he wanted to start getting some receivers with a little bit bigger frame to be able to go up and get the football this kid is exactly what you would look for here a very smooth runner both with the football and when running routes more of a stretch player not not necessarily the speediest but technically sound a good blocker and and really plenty of time for him to continue to develop and blossom he's a 2024 kid So a lot of high school ball still in front of him. And we'll likely get some more offers. But it seems like, at least right now, Wisconsin is in the running. So that's certainly an offer to keep an eye on. But like I said, 2024, still quite a ways away. Additionally, 2024, four-star linebacker Peyton Pierce, his teammate, also out of Lucas, Texas, Lovejoy High School, joined Livingston and Madison over the weekend. He left with an offer from the Badgers. Also has offers from the same variety of schools, Arkansas, Baylor, Iowa State, Minnesota, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas, Virginia Tech have already placed their offers. 6'1", neighborhood of 220 pounds, highly touted recruit in this 2024 class. I think he's a really talented player, and you've only seen him you know, early in his career. Again, a 2024 2024 kid, 131 tackles, six sacks, five, five forced fumbles, and six passes broken up this past season. I think he would be a really good player at Wisconsin. I don't know if the Badgers have quite enough to land him, but when you're talking about recruiting teammates if one possibly flips maybe you get the other so Wisconsin really needs to try and get this package duo on campus keep in touch with them it sounds like they had a good visit it sounds like they've at least had good traction there to start. And with so much time here, you can just try to continue to build in that relationship. So much can change between now and a 2024 commit. So hopefully the Badgers can keep uh, keep on their radar and see if they can close the deal on two of these players because both of them, I think, would really be good fits for Wisconsin. After that, another very intriguing offer in the 2023 class, three-star running back athlete Jacques Keys out of Ironton, Ohio, earned an offer from the Badgers over the weekend. He's the first Power 5 offer. He's got some Mac schools. He's got Army have also offered. And right after 247, 247 writer Evan Flood put in a crystal ball for him on Sunday morning. So that was almost immediately after the scholarship offer. That's certainly telling that it clearly went well. There's a good relationship there. I think he's a really talented back, standing at 6'1", 210 pounds, very solid built. Um, And he looks like a guy that could come into Wisconsin and just pound the rock behind the line and and really picky up some yards he's got a little bit of speed a little bit of athleticism to to move around but i think he's a guy that could maybe blossom into more and maybe flying under the radar of some of these bigger schools in wisconsin clearly is is going out and and trying to find some of these kids that maybe are are diamonds in the rough that's what they've done so many times before they've found players that maybe aren't on some of these big school radars and develop them into more I think Jacques Keyes is, is very much uh, a player that could develop into uh, a lot, a north south runner with a lot of power and a lot of strength, but could certainly develop into more and, and kind of gain some athleticism and be a nice fit for the Badgers. After that, 2024 four star tight end Christian Betancourt out of Marion Central Catholic High School also picked up an offer from Wisconsin over the weekend. He's got other offers from Iowa, Iowa State, Michigan, Nebraska, Northwestern, Penn State, and Washington. So it seems like, at least right now, his offer list is a variety of Big Ten schools, and he'll be uh, touring some campuses this spring and receiving offers likely along the way. He's really a, a good size frame tight end, six foot five, two 235 pounds, a player that 2024, again, getting bigger, looks maybe like a guy that could develop into something more, over the course of this next little bit of his career. It's a long ways away. It's hard to tell where he's at right now, but you look at it in 6'5", 235, that's a great frame to start with. So we'll see if he can land on Wisconsin's radar as well. So a lot of 2024 updates, those are still a long ways off, but Jaco West Keys in the 2023 group is is really an intriguing one that you might want to keep an eye on here over the short term as well with a crystal ball prediction already in there it sounds like that relationship has gone great and who knows maybe Wisconsin can pick up an early running back in that class you talk about the last couple classes you've had some departures in that running back room now thankfully you gained Braylon Allen who was originally you know looking at a linebacker or uh, or even a safety position he's now a world-class running back so that helps you on that front a little bit but running back numbers in terms of recruiting probably a little thinner than what Wisconsin wants to see so I would think the Badgers would really like to, to land a guy like Jacquez Keys, and if they could get that locked up fairly early, still in the 2023 recruitment cycle, I think that would be a huge win for Wisconsin. All right, now that we've finished up some recruiting, let's go ahead and get into our spring position overview. Today we're going to be talking about the outside linebacker position. We'll start with our odds-on favorite to start week one. This one I think is a fairly easy one compared to the positions that we've done in the past, at least on one side of the of the linebacker room. Nick Herbig is is clearly your established starter I think in terms of odds it would be you know minus 1,000 that Nick Herbig unless there was some sort of injury is out there for the first snap and and likely making a big play I think there's arguments for he's your best player overall on the defensive side of football Um, so you look at Nick Herbig he's clearly your guy had a great year last year seems like a guy that's going to get keep getting better when he gets more and more time in Wisconsin, still somewhat young in his early career, when you look at it, still only a junior, feels like he's played a lot of football. Of course, out of the state of Hawaii, so he's going to be your number one uh, outside linebacker. and And I would think as long as he's able to go and and he's got uh, enough energy, he's going to be out there for a large portion of the snap, similar to last year where they looked at you know Leo chanel and Jack Sanborn. If they were ready to go, they were going to be in there for as many snaps as they could. That's going to be the same situation with Nick Herbig think he's proven that he can get after the quarterback, also play in coverage, come up and tackle in the run game when he needs to. So I think he's very very well favored to be an established Week 1 starter in that regard. The other side, maybe a little bit more of a conversation, but also maybe not now when you look at Spencer Lytle moving inside. It kind of clears a path for C.J. Getz to be your established starter. And as I think about C.J. Gets and the year he had last year, the tools, the athleticism that he's got I, I'm starting to get more more excited about what CJ gets can do in a full-time starter role if he is that you know in, in fact that starter when we line up week one uh, in that opening contest. I do think he's a really talented player and I think just with more opportunity he could be a guy that really springboards into something extra special uh, this upcoming year. I mean he's Nick Herbig is, is clear why you're clear in a way. Your star at that outside linebacker position, but could C.J. Getz get to be a really good outside linebacker to pair with him? I absolutely think so. So based on that, and, and you thought it was going to be Gats or Spencer Lytle outside, moving Lytle inside, I think that kind of clears that path. And, and not that it's not going to be earned by C.J. Getz. He's absolutely going to have to earn it by competing with some of these younger guys, but I think he's going to be your, your established starter outside of Nick, on the other side of Nick Herbig come week one. Other players to watch is our next category. I think in terms of starter, there's probably a few. You know, these next few players that we're, we're going to talk about probably could be lumped into all of the same category in terms of other players to watch and up and coming, you know, dark horse type players. So we'll kind of lump those two categories together because I think all of these guys have have a lot of potential to be something special for Wisconsin. But we'll start with maybe the number three outside linebacker if he's healthy and ready to go, maybe even a pass rush kind of specialist to give one of those other guys a blow, and that's Aaron Witt. I mean, a guy that is just, in terms of size, really quite special. 6'6", 250, probably weight-wise, um, weight uh, a little heavier than that, but a sophomore out of Winona, Winona, Minnesota, really, when he's been out there and made some splash plays, he's he's been a guy that, man, you look to, and just, man, if he puts it all together and he's out there and he's healthy, could be, could be a scary guy. I mean, played five games in 2020, and I think just has the potential to really make a splash and take a big jump into something more at that outside linebacker position. So the other guys that we'll talk about, certainly excited about, but I think potential third outside linebacker in that spot is a guy like Aaron Witt. So after that, you've got Caden Johnson, another really you know highly recruited player, a guy that Wisconsin was really looking forward to getting in. He's going to be you know now working into more reps at that outside linebacker position. Of course, sophomore, four-star kid, haven't seen a ton of them yet on the field, but that's not a knock on him. There's been some talented outside linebackers in that room, and he, he did appear in three games in 2020, and he's got I think potential there as well to do a little bit more. It's going to be tougher if, especially if Nick Herbig and C.J. gets flourish to be the players that you think they can be. At least in Gets's case, it might be harder to get on the field. But Caden Johnson's the guy, you know, another up and coming now a sophomore. Can he make a splash into? into that kind of next conversation of the group another guy redshirt freshman daryl peterson kind of really has the intangibles to make some make some steps in his career only one tackle in his career played some special teams played a little bit worked into um, some special times but i think wisconsin in terms of what they have with him at outside linebacker they really like it he's maybe a little bit younger and would have to maybe bypass one of these you know sophomore guys but could Be a really fun guy to watch at that outside position as well, and then of course, TJ Bowlers out of Tiffin, Iowa. We've all talked about Bowlers quite a few times. Another four star kid, 6'2, 250, great size for that outside linebacker room. Uh, could really be a guy that again, all of these guys are, aren't are ones that we've seen. You know, these last four talk about Whip, Bowlers, Peterson, these are all guys, and Kate Johnson, these are guys that we haven't seen a ton yet but very fo- followed very closely in their recruiting. We saw that come together in those you know, couple special classes a couple years ago. Now we're starting to see where, okay, now we're going to start seeing some of these guys at least worked into some opportunities on the field. So I'm excited to see what this group can do and who kind of separates themselves from that second-tier pack because right now it seems like Nick Herbig, CJ Getz are far and away your top two starters and then you've got almost a cluster of, of four other players: and like Aaron Witt, Caden Johnson, Daryl Peterson, T.J. Bowlers, all sorts of guys that are kind of lumped together right now. And and that's what spring football is so special for: is for them to maybe try and separate themselves a little bit, prove themselves that when fall comes around, maybe they're the number th- you know first up in second team reps. Or if one, if you know, if a guy like Herbig or Getz is held out from practice, they have some opportunities to maybe work. Merc- make their way up there um, at that outside linebacker position. Even a guy like Ross Gendlinger, you can't throw his name out uh, or not consider him as well at that outside linebacker position. So Wisconsin's done a great job of recruiting this spot the last couple years. It continues to flourish in those areas. Jim Leonard has has a really good understanding of what he wants to do with his outside linebackers. He's got plenty of talent, at least on paper, to work with. Now let's go ahead and see... What they can do as they get more repetition. And in, in to close out this conversation, in terms of area of concern, which is what we've ended. I hate to end it on a negative note, but it's still something you you can't be all roses with Wisconsin football. There's they aren't a a program that is you know unblemishable by any means. There's areas that you have to work for and, and work on and, and worry about a little bit. And I think here at the outside linebacker position, the worry might be is this group that we just talked about the four guys are they ready to go are they developed have they taken that next step because there's some players in this class in those last couple recruiting classes that everyone was very high on and rightfully so the numbers dictated that hey this class is pretty strong in two record-breaking classes after a year but some of these guys we haven't quite seen on the field especially you know i I don't want to throw a guy like logan brown under the bus yet but it seems like it's it's sink or swim time for a guy like him. I'm not going to say that with you know a guy like Bowler or Ke- Caden Johnson, Daryl Peterson. They're still very young, but it's getting to be we want to at least I think see the next steps for them in terms of the development. And if we will, we see that on the field as a fan. It's hard to know right now with you, when you've got a guy like Cj Getz and Nick Herbig being your starters, and and probably if they play well, getting most of the reps. So it's probably going to not we're not going to find out that much unless some of these guys get worked in. We hear about it in practice and, and you know how position coaches will always kind of you know, beat around the bush with some of these players and, and some of these answers. So I think that's maybe the only big area of concern for me is that if one of these guys that they project to be pretty good in terms of rating, recruiting, doesn't quite pan out, what do you have there in terms of depth? Now, the nice part is we just talked about four guys. You would think at least a couple of them are, are hits in that regard. You, you wouldn't hope that you're going to have any sort of flop with all four of them. I'm not saying that any of these guys are in that situation. It's just you want to see development. You want to make sure that these guys are progressing. So when a guy like Nick Herbig, CJ gets when those two depart and you have some competition at the outside linebacker room, that they're ready to go and not only ready to go and play, but play at a high level because Wisconsin asks a lot of their outside linebackers and, and it's a really key position for what their defense wants to do in terms of pressure and, and getting after the quarterback and and making things happen in terms of, of, of havoc plays. So I think that's maybe the one area of concern. And I just realized I skipped over the key player at the position. For me, I think the key player, we've kind of talked about it already, is CJ Getz, I got that, you know, he's he's now in line to be that second starter. We've seen a, a good amount of him in terms of play. I think he could develop into more. If for some reason he doesn't have the year that you expected, does that hurt your linebacker room? Does one of these other guys pass it? I'm not sure. I don't think that's going to happen. I think on the flip side, CJ gets is going to be a really solid outside linebacker, and we're going to be pleasantly surprised with him as a starter. But we'll still have to wait and see. I think in terms of key position, him really elevating his game brings this outside linebacker group in, and this defense to a whole nother level next year compared to if he was just, you know, your average, I don't want to say average with Noah Burks in terms of an outside linebacker, but in, in case he just kind of gave you that type of production. But if he could give you even more, that gives this defense just a whole other wrinkle, a whole other splash, because then teams have to worry about not only Nick Herbig, but a guy like C.J. Getz getting, getting after it on the outside. So I think that's, those are the two areas of concern and the uh, key player at that outside linebacker position. All right, now that we've got some football out of the way, let's go ahead and hop into some basketball news before getting into our interview with 2023 commit John Blackwell. We'll start with Micah Potter named to the NBA All Rookie G League team, and I know you're probably saying, "Okay, how big of a deal is that really?" But let's remember Micah Potter where he was just a couple years ago. Started, at, you know, was playing sparingly at Ohio State, wanted to be on the court more. Transfers over to Wisconsin, has a good, you know, time there. Really develops his game. I think really probably wanted to do more for Wisconsin, wanted to be a little, wanted to have a little bit better of a finish, but still won a Big Ten title, was a huge piece of what the Badgers did. And now, I I guess I always thought that his game translated as a big to the NBA level, a big with range will always get you a shot. And it seems like he's continuing developing at that G League level. So great to see for him. Hopefully he can continue to develop into more to see him possibly on an nba roster you know you're right now you're in the g league but you're clearly taking the steps to get to that you know the big league of the nba to see him on an nba roster someday for the miami heat or another team that maybe wants to take a flyer on him if it doesn't work out in miami would be a really welcome sight he's been i know it was kind of a short span for him at wisconsin but he's definitely a fan favorite and we would love to see him continue to develop and it seems like he's taking the like i said taking those steps uh, to get to the next league and it's nice to see a guy like that get recognized for his efforts all right up next after that as i mentioned at the top we also had some recruiting tidbits to keep you guys updated on one of course is ben Vanderplas. he will he visited wisconsin on tuesday certainly something to keep an eye on as i mentioned the, we've talked about him a couple times uh, formerly of Ripon, wisconsin played for years at ohio one of the top scorers in the mac conference and would be a nice piece for Wisconsin at that possible forward position, 6'8", a guy that can stretch the floor, shoot the basketball. He took a visit to Wisconsin, sounds like, all reports, nothing has really came out, whether it was positive or negative, but it's great for Craig Gard and that staff to get him on campus and see what they can do, see if they can land a player like him, because that would be, you know, immediately kind of transform the projections of this roster. You like what you have with Chucky Hepburn, Steven Crowell. I think you've got some nice pieces there. You've got some transfer already coming in. But I think Ben Vanderplass is, is a guy that could really transform what this team can do in the immediate you know, upcoming season. He isn't a guy that's necessarily a project where you're looking at maybe a couple of years. He's a guy that's going to come in, play right away. He's played high level with college basketball. And I think would fit really nicely in Greg Gard's system, as I mentioned. The tall athleticism, ability to stretch the floor and knock down shots, I think would piece really well in what Wisconsin's already got and kind of give them – uh, another really solid scorer to fill when you've got so many departures from this team already. I think it'd be a, a nice gap for Wisconsin. So, certainly nice to see him on campus, and we'll keep an eye on his transfer portal decision. Speaking of next season, 2023 is still a long ways away, but ESPN's Joe Lenardi currently has Wisconsin in terms of his bracket projection missing the NCAA tournament, which I, I think if I could go to Joe Lenardi and say, hey, I'll take that bet right now, I would take it. And that's big it's big to say when you look at this team of course lost brad davison lost johnny davis You've got some other departures there lost a guy like chris foe you're losing a lot of pieces that you're going to have to replace even some guys with smaller minutes johnny davis is going to be the toughest one but i think this past year really gave wisconsin some foundations to build on you like i said you like what you have with chucky e. hepburn he's your guy steven Crowell is going to develop into a little bit more if you can land some of these transfers certainly that'll change it but really an intriguing piece just to kind of see where the baseline is for wisconsin basketball next season i fully believe that this team has the ability to be a tournament team especially if they land a guy like ben Vanderplas. so how much can you really put stock in what Joel linardi says right now i know he's a basketball guru and, and a guy that does these brackets projections for a living but it's april 21st you know the national championship game was three weeks away the transfer portal is still firing on all cylinders and not saying Wisconsin has to land some transfers to be in that position but I think a lot can change between now and then and I would put Wisconsin as a tournament team at least right now I know he's got uh, in terms of projections, Michigan Illinois a, a high variety of other teams but a lot can change with there. like the you know Illinois Kobe Coburn if he goes to the NBA uh, Joey Hausers back from Michigan State he's got them as a team now so it's, it's a long ways away, but certainly a, a news story that we wanted to keep you guys updated on because it's involving Wisconsin, and it's the kind of dog days of the offseason, and, and that was a story that involved Wisconsin basketball. In terms of Wisconsin, on the recruiting front, we've got some updates and an intriguing offer that went out in the 2024 class for the Badgers here. Four-star Nick Janowski out of Pewaukee, Wisconsin. One of the top players in Wisconsin uh, in terms of the high school level. Picked up an offer from the Badgers. Got other offers already from Georgia Tech. Iowa State, Marquette, USC, and he's receiving interest from schools like Creighton, Iowa, Minnesota, Notre Dame, and Virginia. He's listed as the number 46 player and number 5 combo guard in the nation, while also being the number 2 player in the state of Wisconsin. Standing at 6'3", 6'4", really part of the Pewaukee High School team, and he's been a a nice piece for the Badgers to keep an eye on here as we move forward, and and clearly they liked enough to see that he was a guy that they should be offering and, and getting in that recruitment early. I think what you really look about his game is he's got a guy that he's really a guy that, that can knock down shots from inside. He's got to be able to drive and, and play above the rim, but also he's got the ability to shoot um, off the dribble and, and shoot from deep. He's really a, a player that I think would fit really well with Wisconsin. He's got good footwork. He gets after it on the defensive and kind of a combo guard, as I mentioned, four. He's He's got good size, but he's also got a, a lot of ability and, and ability to attack the basket, or pull it back and knock down a three. So when you look at Wisconsin, this is kind of a guy that you want in your system. He's a top player in the state. He's a guy that can shoot, stretch the floor. As a freshman, he shot 52 of 84 from three, 61% from beyond the arc. That's a guy that you need in a Wisconsin basketball uniform because he, he plays great defensively. He Gets, he can get to the basket as a slasher, and he can pull it back and, and shoot from deep. So it, it just fits everything that Greg Gard in Wisconsin is, is kind of looking for, what they've built on. It's a little bit later offer. you know As an in-state kid, you would have thought Wisconsin, as the number two player, was already in that race. But I, I think Wisconsin will certainly uh, try to do everything they can to keep him home. These are the guys that Wisconsin the last few years There's been some really good in-state talent that has not ended up at Wisconsin. This is one that you probably don't want to to miss out on because he's he's already built up a very wide array of offers and certainly could, could and will get more. As I mentioned at the top, we talked about some 2024 football kids being a long ways out. A 2024 basketball commit is a very, very long ways. A lot of time for his decision. Plenty of basketball in front of him for him to develop. But with that development, likely also comes a, a few more offers, and there's already a wide variety and an array of solid offers on his list uh, at this point in time. So we'll see how Wisconsin does, but you would think that Shreve Chambliss and, and Greg Guard will do all that they can to keep him and the borders up into the state of Wisconsin. All right, everyone, That wraps up everything on the news front, so now we'll go ahead and get into our interview with John Blackwell, the most recent Wisconsin basketball commit. Enjoy. All right, Badger fans, we are now joined by the newest member of the Wisconsin basketball family, 2023 combo guard, John Blackwell, out of Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. First off, John, thanks for uh, joining us. How are you doing today? Uh, Appreciate it. I'm doing good today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are excited to have you on. Like I said, the newest member of the Wisconsin basketball family, part of the 2023 class. John, we always like to start with asking commits kind of what their strengths of their game are. So what do you feel like are your strengths to your game?
1: Uh, my strengths are uh, I, I, I play the one and the two. I'm a combo guard. Um, I'm a great playmaker. I do it all in the court, rebound, pass. I can score at all three levels. So those are my strengths right now.
0: And then we always like the, the second question, on the flip side, what are some of the things that you're hoping to work on? Because, of course, you, like I said, committed to the 2023 class. So you got some time over the rest of the, you know, your senior year of high school. What are some things you're hoping to work on?
1: Um, Things I'm hoping to work on, just quicker handles um, and just being way, way consistent. And then everything else, to be honest with you, you always got things to work on. So I work on every little part of my game.
0: I like that answer. I like that. Always can get better, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you talked about it a little bit already, and and I think it's a major strength, your game, as you mentioned, at the top. Your recruiting profile lists you as a combo guard. Do you feel more comfortable at either position or do you just kind of enjoy kind of running in between the two.
1: I feel comfortable at both positions. Um, I'm st- uh, I've normally played the two, but as the past two years, a year since I've been at Brother Ice, um, I've learned to play the one way more, and I'm more comfortable at the one now, just like bringing it up, running the show. So I'm comfortable with both. It doesn't matter. That's the, the unique thing about me. You can put me off the ball and on the ball.
0: Yeah, I, like you mentioned at the front, that's certainly a, a, a good strength to have, and, and I'm so sure something that uh, the Wisconsin recruiting staff and, and Coach Guard will will be happy to have. And and I know one other thing that we've kind of talked about. Your high school coach uh, talked to one of our writers and kind of mentioned some things that you really improved your shot from earlier in your career to this past year. You're one of the you know one of the best shooters in your area. So what did it take to kind of improve your shot from beyond the arc?
1: Um, just constant reps and and then confidence. Um, if your confidence is not there and you shooting the ball, then you're not gonna shoot a good. I don't care how many reps you get in. If your confidence is out there, just let it go. Don't think about anything else. Then um, it's not gonna improve. So I just got constant weapons in, just confidence and shooting the ball, letting it go, and then being consistent with it. So I think I shot like 53% this year from three. So I was pretty good. Just um, seeing my work pay off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the amount of shots. Uh, you put up doesn't necessarily matter if you're not confident with the with the stroke behind it, so I like that answer a lot as well. And to get into your recruitment now a little bit, you're recruited by multiple other schools, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Cleveland State, a handful of others. What was it for you that kind of separated Wisconsin from that pack?
1: Um, so uh, to be honest, uh, most of the schools that w- was offered um, uh, I felt like mid uh, majors really weren't recruiting me anymore. After I got Wisconsin, um, it was mostly Big Ten schools that recruited recruiting me. And then Loyola, Chicago uh, was recruiting me. And then Wisconsin stood out because I took an official and an unofficial there. And I just loved it. felt like a family environment. Uh, they were constantly on me since they offered, since, uh, since September, since they offered. So they were just constantly on me, uh, constantly me check it up on me they came to my games came to my practices before so it showed nothing but love
0: that's great to hear and I know the the staff has is, is, is done a really good job in, in making sure that the, you, know, you know that players and recruits feel that love and attention because that's so important what was kind of their messaging to you overall in terms of what they liked about your game and and what did they kind of say to you to help try and win you over
1: um they they said they liked how I'm a combo guard, um, how I play both, how I make the right play, how I play hard, um, and just I'm just a guy that I'm a winner. Um, they always talked about that that I'm a winner. Um, I do whatever it takes to win. Um, whatever my teammate need, like a charge, a shoot, a, a steal, an extra rebound, the just all that, and then that's 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 the main thing they talked about. Um, that um they wanted me they love to see out of me yeah
0: yeah absolutely if you're if you're able to step in and take a charge I think you'll fit in perfectly at Wisconsin I know there's quite a few (laughs) (laughs) handful guys Brad Davison style taking charges left and right that'll that always that always translates well to to the Badger game right (laughs) yeah yeah um speaking of that how do you feel you know we've talked about you being a combo guard how do you feel do you think that's kind of the main positive or how do you feel like you fit into greg guard and his system of what they like to try and do is it a little bit of everything like you just kind of mentioned
1: yeah just a little bit of everything um i i can i can score when they need me to and then when they need like um uh, a guy to take uh, the pressure off the point guard i can go get it and run the show for mostly the whole game if they be and then i know how to I'm good at pick and roll isolation. I'm good. Um, one-on-one action. I'm really good. And one-on-one break my man down, being creative with my moves. So I see how that's how it fits in with all sorts.
0: You're part of that 2023 class, as we kind of mentioned at the top. So you had still plenty of time in your recruitment and you, if you wanted to take much longer, you certainly could have, but how good does it feel now to have that decision made that commitment made and be able to just kind of focus solely now on, on playing basketball for your high school team?
1: Um, it feels great. Uh, you just it takes a relief off you. Now I can just focus right now on Peach uh, Peace Jam right now, I'm trying to win Peace Jam, trying to win the UIBL, and then focus on the high school season, trying to win the state championship. So it just takes off a release, just, um, just going out there, having fun, um, not stressing about the coaches and of that.
0: Yeah, I would have to imagine that's a a big weight kind of off your shoulders so you don't have to worry about anymore. And I know you mentioned at the top, you took the unofficial official visit to Madison. What did you like about the campus and and the town itself of of Madison when you were there? Um,
1: It was a great town, great city, great people. Um, Felt at home there, it reminds me of kind of up north Michigan. So um, it was like a home feeling. Um, And then the unofficial when I went um for the Michigan game um it was a great it was a great game despite the little fight that happened (laughs) oh you were there for that one that's right yeah yeah yeah, that was was that was interesting huh (laughs) yeah despite that it was a great game great atmosphere um just coaches show showed love and then I just got to see the guys you know how you how you when I went up on my fisher I met all the guys and then seeing their success um throughout the season was it was happy for him um just knowing I, I know the guys and like uh, I know coach and seeing them do what they did so it was great
0: well John in speaking with you it seems like you'll be a great fit for Wisconsin so we always like to finish our interviews with one last question with to the Badger fans are that are listening what do you want Badger fans to know about the player that you're going to be and what you'll be bringing to Wisconsin
1: um I'm a high energy guy. Um. I talk, I talk i talk junk um <laughs> i'm gonna get the crowd into it um and i just love winning so you should expect a show when, when you see me play
0: there you go i like that i like that answer a lot sometimes the cole center needs a little energy re, re, revitalization so it sounds like you'll bring that to the table yes sir yes perfect sir. Perfect. perfect all right john we'll appreciate you hopping on and and talking with us looking forward to Following you throughout uh, the rest of your high school career and your college career. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, Badger fans, that wraps up another episode of the podcast. As always, thank you for listening on Wisconsin.